It's the CW Radio Show, where wherever he says and does it goes. It's the CW Radio Show. Take it with you wherever you go. It's the CW Radio Show, live from CW Studios. Good afternoon, flight crew. Welcome on deck. This is CW coming in hot with a live mic to talk to you all about Top Gun Maverick, the film that came out this past weekend during Memorial Day. And this is my first review on the YouTube channel, CW Studios. This is the beginning of a lot of different film reviews, film videos, a lot of other content. I have coming your way, so I wanted to start it off soaring the Top Gun Maverick review. I'm such a big fan of Top Gun, the franchise, as you can see. My shirt has a lot of the original OGs on there. And you're probably asking yourself, why am I wearing a cowboy hat with Clubmaster glasses? Well, if you were a big fan of the original Top Gun, drop a comment below on who you think I'm dressed like one of the original flight crew members from Top Gun 1985 dresses like this. This is what he wears on the flight deck before he gets into the plane. So drop a comment, let me know which one you think is dressed like this because there's a reason for everything that I do. Let's start it off the long-awaited Top Gun Maverick 2022, 36 years after the original. Huge fan, huge fan of the original and was very excited to see what they were gonna do with this film. Tom Cruise was behind it. He's been trying to get the film made for many, many years. And because of that, I went into it with very high expectations, knowing that Tom Cruise, his experience in the business, his success and track record, I knew this was gonna be something uh, really, really fun. So anyway, let's just get started. I loved the film. I saw it twice in theaters. Please, please, please go out and check it out. It is unlike anything you've seen before on the big screen. You got to have that IMAX screen, that IMAX sound, and you got to have it coming at you fast and quick. And it was an amazing, amazing time. I went with a friend of mine for the first time and literally went Thursday night and Friday night because I could not get enough of it. I'm sure I'll be going a few more times before it's run in the theater. And I loved their dedication to Tony Scott at the end of the film. They have some reoccurring songs in the movie, some main titles from the original Top Gun soundtrack to start it off. And uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers here at all, but. It really gets you into the movie and you really feel like you're back watching the first film. Obviously, I wasn't alive in 1985, but it's a lot of the same vibes. It puts you in the same feel. It's got a lot of that 1985 cheese in there that I really love to see in films. And some of my friends who didn't care for it or didn't like it as much as I did said it was way too cheesy. And um, I asked them, did you see the first one? And they said no. So. 
You really got to see the original movie just to get a feel of what that film was like, what the culture was during the time. A lot of 80s, a lot of synth, a lot of dramatic look backs and look forwards and those really good one-liners that they felt like they had in this film. Um, I was just a big fan. I've got an Iceman decal on the back of my truck. Iceman is the top here. He is my all-time favorite character. And it was great to see <clears throat> what they did with him in this film. And yeah, there's so much to talk about. Tom Cruise really hasn't aged at all. He looked amazing on screen, just like he did 36 years ago, except he didn't have a unibrow in this one. Uh, <laughs> the first film he did, Rocky Unibrow, and I think it was kind of popular at the time. You know, a lot of the same kind of shticks that they had. I thought Miles Teller was great as Goose's son. I thought that they had some great new characters as well in there. I felt that a few characters were really, really fun. And I also felt that they didn't really go into detail about some of the other fighters, some of the other fighter pilots very well. I wanted to see a little bit more character from some of those other, you know, pilot crew members that they had on their team. It just felt like we got bits and pieces of them, but I really wanted, you know, personality. I wanted each to have their own unique feel, unique personality, their own one-liners, you know, how they act in certain situations. I didn't get a whole lot of that from the surrounding characters. So uh, in the first one, obviously, you get a lot more of that. And I think because there was a lot to get in this movie, you didn't really have a lot of time to waste in developing those characters, which is fine. It's not the type of movie that's going to be an intense drama or something that's going to be so in-depth in terms of fleshing character out that, you know, it's going to change the genre of the film. So I think this stayed its lane pretty well. You know, it was a spring start of summer action flick. And because of that, it's one of the most amazing experiences I've had in 2022 at the theater. It is my favorite film of the year so far, and there have been a few really fun movies, those being Everything Everywhere All at Once, the Daniels film, and of course, the low-budget B-horror slasher film X, which I highly recommend. And I think that those, you know, those three films might be the top of the year so far, but Top Gun, of course, the top spot, most anticipated. I think it paid off very well. There was no parts of the film that I was disappointed in. You know, even the cheesiness or the one-liners or the dramatics in the beginning of the film, um, you know, it was so on par from the original that I didn't feel it was strange or, you know, out of the ordinary. It was everything that I kind of expected in the movie, and it's everything that I love about the original. So, yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of complaints. I felt there was a few scenes in the beginning that went kind of long, but you kind of need to set some things up, and having it all in one location was easier. It helped, you know, understand the dynamics of some of these characters, their history, and, you know, it got you feeling like 
you did while watching the original. And honestly, it was very uplifting at parts. The script is very straightforward. It's very tight. And it actually got you feeling a whole bunch of different emotions. You know, there was suspense, anticipation. You know, you're really feeling for Maverick in these parts. You're really feeling for the time that has passed. So you really get an understanding of, you know, Maverick being the one who has spanned those 36 years and they really put you right back in it. And it's amazing what the writers and director were able to do with this. Of course, the cast spent a lot of time actually in the air, flying planes. You know, I think reading an interview, they had like 10 to 15 to 20 hours of Top Gun training and flying in those in those jets. I believe it was the uh, F-22s that they're flying in. And it was just amazing to see those visuals on the big screen, you know, inverted shots, stuff that they were never able to do in the first film because of the technology. But even so, I loved the rawness of the original film. I think they doubled on top of that in this one. I felt they went all in with the technology because of course it's the highest quality and it's top notch. So they really went for it. A lot of POV shots in the airplanes. I think Tom was actually flying a lot of that stuff during those scenes. I think when they were shooting way up in the air, they actually had shots of them kind of at that high altitude and how it actually would be flying at 600 miles an hour in those planes. So yeah, it was just, it was a blast of a time. I remember like wiggling and screaming in my seat during different parts when songs came on, when characters were coming up in the film. I just couldn't contain the excitement and really the crowd couldn't either. They were so, so, so into it. They were making comments. They were screaming and shouting like I was. It was opening night at the IMAX. So of course, everyone who's there are Top Gun fans. Everyone who there who was there, you know, at least has seen the original, was a big fan of it. And it was just one heck of a good time. Got the popcorn, got the drinks. It was like the ultimate theater experience. And I think you kind of lose that these days with streaming and different platforms and wondering what to watch. This was the ultimate movie, kind of the end of an era in a way of Top Gun. And I know they might be having different films come out because of the way that the title of it, Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun colon Maverick, they're probably gonna have different um, films come after this. One person that I really wanted to see in a Top Gun uniform, and maybe because he's one of my favorites of all time and I might have a little bit of a man crush, I wanted to see some Gosling in a Top Gun uniform, in a Top Gun helmet. I think they missed out on an opportunity here, not having Ryan Gosling in one of those jets. I think he would have been one of the perfect casting decisions for that role. I think having him with his own code name and his own jet and his own character would have been a really, really nice addition with Tom Cruise in this film. You know, I thought Glenn Powell did an amazing job as Hangman. I actually met Glenn back in 2015 when I was working for an independent studio. 
out of Culver City. And he was such a nice guy. He was there doing an electronic press kit for the film that he did with Richard Linklater. I think it was Everybody Wants Some. And so he came in and did an interview with us working at the studio and I was able to meet him, talk with him. Super nice guy. To think that he was, man, 24 or 25 when I met him. Uh, and now he's like 33. And I think that's the age that he was while making this film. So yeah, super nice guy. I think he did an amazing job. I'm not saying that I think Gosling should replace Hangman at all. I think he actually played that role amazingly well. I really loved, you know, how he kind of played that very macho, good looking, confident, cocky guy. And because a lot of, you know, of the original film, those guys are the same way. So I think Glenn did an amazing job. I just think Gosling could have came in, maybe been like a bad guy, someone who's maybe coming in and he is trying to take over or something like that. I think Gosling would have been an amazing addition to that film, but uh, that's just spouting off the top of my head. I think, you know, I'm kind of going all over the place right now. This is kind of a stream of consciousness video right now, but I just wanted to blurt my feelings about Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, and how well I thought they did with this film. And I looked this up. Tom Cruise was 22 when he filmed back in 85, probably 23 when it came out. And man, to see a project come together after 36 years, and he's now still doing the, his thing, but he really, really delivered in this film. I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan from most of the things he's done. He's, if not top five, top 10 favorite actors of all time. I love his choices. I love the way he acts. I think he's kind of one of the last biggest movie stars around anymore. You know, you've got DiCaprio, of course, Gosling is maybe the end of it. But you kind of are losing this A-lister Hollywood man kind of vibe anymore. And I think because of the films that are coming out and all the streaming services, I think you lose kind of that A-lister who's going to be bringing a lot of people out. And I think Tom Cruise is still one of the guys who can do that with a film. Of course, he had the Mission Impossible part one film in the trailer for Top Gun. So he's pushing that as well. He's just got a lot of pull, a lot of pull in the industry, a lot of experience. And, you know, he's doing a fantastic job. So, you know, all praise to Top Gun Maverick, the cast and crew, the production team, everyone who had their fingers in this pie. I would give it five out of five stars. If I had to do a number from one to 10, I would probably give it a solid eight, eight, one, eight, two. Uh, maybe even higher, depending on how many times that I watch it, you know, because there's this thing that you get when you watch a film over and over again. It literally keeps going up in your book because of what is called the recency theory. The more times you see a film, uh, the better you are at 
putting it higher on a list, liking it more, watching it again. So I think if I keep going out to the theater to watch it, it's going to rise and rise and rise. And it's my favorite film of the year. It's going to be the best film of the summer. I think Jurassic Park might be up there as well, maybe Lightyear, but I really think that Top Gun's going to hold its own. And yeah, I'm going to take this uh, hat and these glasses off and switch it out with an old classic here for the ending of this interview. I just took a shower before filming this and uh, you know, I was like, should I do like a Top Gun scene in my towel? Because of how those guys used to hang out in the locker rooms in the original film. Uh, <laughs> but I decided to put some shirts on and some hats on and dress up for you guys. So yeah, uh, so funny, the original film, I went back to watching it afterwards. It's very homoerotic. Uh, I have a film to watch it. While watching it again, I realized there's like um, lines where guys are kind of hitting on each other, like passively. And all of these scenes with their shirts off in the locker room, it's very homoerotic. And uh, I just wanted to point that out. That's something that I definitely noticed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was really, really fun to watch what they did differently, kind of what they kept. They included a new character that was mentioned in the original film, played by Jennifer Connelly. And I believe her name in the original was Penny Marshall. And they do reference Penny in the original film. And they mentioned that uh, Pete, who uh, Tom Cruise plays in the original, actually had like a one night stand with Penny Marshall or they had rumors that they were hooking up in the original. And so there is a name drop of Penny Marshall. So I thought it was really cool that they brought that back in the, uh, in the new film played by Jennifer Connelly, who is now kind of the love interest. And it just made more of a real transition when they're having characters who are name dropped in the original to be real life characters in the film today. And I just think, you know, it's a nice transition to see that way. It grounds it in real life, it makes, you know, this story seem super real on the big screen. And, you know, some reoccurring stuff, not only the music. I wish that they did a little bit more with the sex scene because the sex scene is so iconic in the first film. I wish they did a little bit more. But then I asked myself, I think if, if he was, the director was going to be sort of recreating a sex scene, that it would have been kind of heavy handed and he would have been forced trying to do that, you know, with a blue light and Tom Cruise laying his girl down like this with the silhouettes, I think would have been a little bit too forced. So I'm kind of glad that the director really didn't go that route, even though I was kind of hoping that we had another iconic sex scene because, you know, that one is, you know, top few scenes in cinema history. There's just so many iconic scenes in the original. It was kind of a tough decision to decide what was going to be in the new film, I'm sure. But uh, it looks like they had about six or seven writers on this thing. So they were really working at it to try, try to get it to its greatest potential because I know that they had big shoes to fill. Tony Scott, one of the greatest directors of the 80s, such an amazing stylized director, so iconic, so unique in the films that he made. 
in the 80s, in the early 90s with uh, Days of Thunder, which is essentially Top Gun on race with race cars. And if you haven't seen that film, <clears throat> Tony Scott, Tom Cruise, Days of Thunder, I believe it was made in 1990, maybe came out in 1991. If you haven't seen that film, it's so iconic, it's so cool. And it just screams Tony Scott. And I think the filmmakers did an amazing job recreating what Tony might have done. And I think that, you know, he would be proud of this film. And of course, Tony passed away after making the film Unstoppable with Denzel and Chris Pine. And a uh, very tragic death, Tony Scott. So anyway, this video is dedicated to him as well. It's dedicated to Top Gun, the franchise, everyone who put effort into making it, everyone who went out to the theaters to see it. I am so pleased with it. I'm a huge fan and I just can't get enough. So what you all think about it? Drop a comment down below about Top Gun Maverick, what you thought you wanted, what you thought you missed. Did you like the fact that the sex scene wasn't as iconic as the original? Do you like my shirt? Do you like my hat? Can you comment and find out which man in the original wore this guy, this get up, this outfit? And, uh, you know, just let me know what you think about this video. It's my first movie review. I'm doing it as a stream of consciousness because I think all of these videos are going to be this way. And I just want to know what you guys think. A lot more reviews on the way, a lot more videos about film and film life. And I got some exciting stuff coming your way. So yeah, was that it? Was that all I had in my arsenal for Top Gun? <clears throat> I think I said all I wanted to do. I think it was shot very well. I think they did an amazing job at putting it together. I think Lady Gaga's Hold My Hand as a song to really bring it to light. It was an amazing choice by her. It's an amazing song. I got it on repeat for sure. And, uh, you know, I just want to pay respects for the original film and all my guys, Iceman, Slider, Viper, Jester, Cougar, Merlin, Maverick, Goose, Hollywood, Wolfman, Sundown, all my homies from the original one, um, all my homies from the new one. You got Phoenix, you got Coyote, you got Fanboy, you got Payback. Um, if I didn't say Hangman already, you got um, Hale and Yar, uh, let's see. No, Yale and Harvard, who were also in the film. I thought that those were some great names for them as well. I gotta get myself a code name. I want a code name, I want a Top Gun code name, and I want it really bad. If you guys have an idea for a code name you think would best fit me, drop it in the comments. Tell me what you think my code name would be. A helmet, I gotta get a helmet designed with a code name on it, because I just think it's the coolest thing ever. I wanted to get a bunch of little knickknacks with all the guys and all their code names on it or something like that I can put on the wall because I just love, I just love the idea of people protecting our nation in planes going 600, 700 miles per hour. I feel the need for speed, baby.
I feel the need for speed. I think I also like this movie because I get kind of plane sick. I get motion sickness. So like this is just when I see this stuff, I'm like unbelievable how these guys are doing this stuff. I can't even like go camping without feeling woozy in the car. So I think this film lights up a part of me that I wish I was really good at or some talents that I really wish I had. I think I would be in the air and, you know, I feel like Tom Cruise, these guys who are also acting. <clears throat> John Travolta, I know, is a pilot. These guys who were kind of had lifelong careers wanted something more. And I think, you know, there would be no greater experience than being in the air flying super fast at speeds that you couldn't even imagine until you were actually doing it. So anyway, this is the first film review, Top Gun Maverick. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I got a meeting on Flight Deck right now. I wish I had a toothpick in my mouth because it just feels more like the vibe to have like a toothpick or a match in my mouth. And uh, yeah. I'm going to play us out with hopefully a song that I can find that's very close to the Top Gun soundtrack that I won't get pinned for, but um, five stars, Top Gun Maverick. This is the first film review of CW Studios. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching to the end. Do you think Gosling should have been in the movie? Do you think he's going to be in a future one? Who did you want to see? Who didn't you want to see? Did you like Miles Teller? Did you like Glenn Powell? Did you like John Hamm? Did you like Ed Harris? Amazing cast and crew. Did you like Jennifer Connelly? She's one of the greatest actresses of all time. It was so amazing to see her beauty up on that screen, looking very natural, looking very beautiful as ever, and just a blast. Full of twists and turns, full of that cheese, those one-liners, that stuff that I all loved from the original. And it might sound like I'm repeating myself, but let me repeat myself. And let me repeat myself closer to the microphone so you really get it. I love the film. You can see the sweat on my hat because I loved it so much. And uh, thanks for coming out, y'all. Peace and love. We'll see you on the next one.